Hola mi gente, it is V, your podcast host for The Voice of V, and I am excited. All right, finally dropping episode one. I know some of you have been patiently waiting. I thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening to me and what I have to say. And as um, I guess some of you know me on a personal basis, and then there are some of my listeners that have no idea who I am, what I'm about. So I'm going to start off with that. Um, One of the things that I like for people to think about, and it's a question that really made me think, is who are you? Not what what titles do you have, not um, what has happened to you or hasn't happened to you, but who are you? It's not what you do, but who you are as a person. And that really makes me think like so many things go through my mind and I remember at one point I you know was like when I had actually stopped to think about it and I was like you know because my answer was you know I'm a mom of two kids and uh you know wife and I do this and I do that and it was all titles that I had at the moment um And it was like, yeah, okay, those, you know, are parts of your life. But who are you as an individual, as a person? And I was like, oh, my God. And then another one was like, and what do you like? And I was like, you know, that's a good question. And I think a lot of us can relate to that because we get so busy and caught up with everything, everyday life, uh, responsibilities that we have and things of that sort. And we don't actually stop to think about who am I? What am I about? And I mean, some of you do and great. I'm glad and you are the type of people that I like to surround myself with because I have gotten to a place where I can actually say, you know, things that I like. So, yes, part of me, I am a Mexican-American. I love that I'm an American. I am proud of that. I'm a true Texan. And uh, but I also love my Mexican culture. I, For me, it's a very beautiful thing. And it's awesome that I can speak two languages. I can speak Spanish. I can speak English. Y lo entiendo. No lo practico mucho, pero si lo hablo, si lo leo, y si lo puedo escribir un poquito. Um, but I'm proud of that. I'm proud of being a Mexican-American. I'm proud of my culture. I love that we are passionate about people. And whenever something is important to us, we are passionate about that very thing. And I love that we can be little um, hot chili peppers, especially as shorties. <laughs> so shout out to my fellow short women out there. And especially if you're Latina, because I know how we get down. But, you know, I have a lot of female friends with different backgrounds. And they can be little firecrackers too. So shout out to all my peeps. And, um, but anyways, back to who I am. Um, I feel like I am a person that really loves and cares about people. Uh, I am funny and sometimes probably the only one laughing at my own jokes, but that's okay too. I can be pretty sarcastic. Uh, I think sometimes that my sarcasm is a way to help me when I'm nervous and um, some of you know that and hush your mouth. I can hear y'all saying, yup, it's true. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I, I like to joke around a lot. 
And sometimes I have dry humor and it's like, is she being serious or is she like, you know, playing around? So sometimes I can be hard to read. So um, thank you for those of you that put up with me. I love you so much. And, uh, you know, you're building up them people skills um, dealing just with me. And um, so um, a thing that I also love to do is... um, continue to work on who I am getting to learn um the things that I like and and dislike um and you'll hear about my journey so the whole you know this podcast is about um a lot of things of of my life that I've experienced some ugly things some beautiful things some in between things and just my growth and um to help you know even if it's just one person if you feel like I am alone in this situation. Nobody understands what I'm going through. Well, guess what? We might not be in the same exact situation, but we may have been in that place where we felt that way, where uh, no one understands uh, what we're going through. Nobody understands who we are and nobody gets us or like if we're all alone because it's a situation that we have to, to face on our own. And that happens sometimes. So what... Uh, I want to talk about is trauma. That's something that all of us experience, right? And so, you know, V is a woman that has been through things, but has decided to face those things and no longer push them down and become the person that I was created to be, not a people pleaser anymore not um someone that reacts instead of responds to a situation because there is a difference there are times where you should react in in um you know crisis emergencies things like that yeah sometimes there is the only response is a reaction but when it comes to everyday life we have to jump from being in that mode of survival and and being in a, a place where you're comprehending everything, you're looking at the whole situation, where you're not always constantly like your your muscles aren't always tense, you're not always waiting for something to happen, you know, um, because we can get caught up in that place because of the trauma that we have experienced. We can get caught in a place where we're, in survival mode so that means your body's intense your mind is always alert looking for something like you know somebody's gonna jump behind you and get you you know you're always like waiting for something to happen and you're always expecting the worst to happen and we need to get from a place like that because that is wearing your body out it's wearing your mind out and it's causing you to make decisions that are permanent for situations that are temporary and i'm talking about me you know maybe you can relate to that but i'm talking about me it was like yo what are you doing like why are you acting crazy like calm down you know and so I had to, you know, I'm a big believer in counseling. Um, and, you know, I, yeah, I love self-help books and things of that sort. They help. Um, but there are times in our lives where we need someone, a professional, to help us sort out through our um, thoughts, through the situation, 
because sometimes too, and don't get me wrong, I have a wonderful support group. I love, you know, the close friends that I do have that, um, and especially my kids, uh, my kids are grown. So, um, but especially them, um, because they're, you know, get to see a lot more of me than other people do and have gone through life, you know, with me. They have a choice because they're my kids, you know, like whatever you decide to put yourself through, your kids, you know, are um, on that journey with you. But anyway, I have a good support system and I'm glad that those people have not given up on me because there were times where I felt like I wanted to, well, literally just wanted to give up on myself. And I'm not the type of person, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not like a weak-minded person at all, but I was just getting tired. I was getting worn out. I was just thinking like, man, one thing after another, after another, after another. And I was raised to, you know, (laughs) shake it off. You fall down, you know, um, dust that dust off your, you know, (laughs) just dust it off. That dirt on your knees, your legs, the scrape whatever just rub some water on it and you keep going because there's no time to cry about it there's nothing you can do about it it happened already and that's that you know and when you live your life that way a lot of times you don't deal with the situation you don't deal with you experienced and that is a dangerous thing to do um there were times where i would feel like i don't understand what I'm feeling. I don't understand my thoughts. I don't understand why I'm thinking like this. I don't understand why I am in this situation. How did I get myself here? And now after, you know, going to counseling and things of that sort and also changing the type of people that I hang out with, my surroundings, things of that sort, I have learned that I was lacking boundaries. Like, I had no boundaries. I was a people pleaser. It didn't matter what I needed. It didn't matter what V needed. It didn't matter what V felt. It was about making sure everyone else was okay. And, um, but I've also been a very strong person. Don't get me wrong. I'm not that um, people pleasing, um, walk around with her head down, looking like a victim type of person. I was more on the, I'm going to get things done. Like, come on, come on, let's go. We don't get to work. We ain't got time to feel sorry for ourselves. Let's go. And at the same time, though, I am, I was being this person that like, okay, I, I'm pretty sure my boss expects me to be like this type and I'm going to do this. And, I, you know, um, I never been one to be embarrassed to ask questions. Like if you want, uh, you know, something done that if you put a task before me, I'm going to ask you, okay. Um, if I don't know how to do it, I'm going to say, okay, how do you do this? Okay. How am I supposed to get from A to B? And I will ask you, and I will ask you what process. And then not only will I ask you the process and learn the process in the middle of that process, I'm going to try to make it better, you know, because I want to, you know, I wanted to impress. I wanted to, you know, do it perfectly. And there's a problem with being a perfectionist as well is that nothing is ever good enough. And so not only do you make yourself feel like you're not good enough, 
But when you have that sort of mentality and you carry yourself with that energy and, and that way of thinking, other people around you are going to feel the same way because you'll tend to make them feel like they're not good enough. You know, so trauma has all kinds of effects on us. And that's one of the things that um, I do want to touch um, on is the different different types of trauma. You know, um, there's childhood trauma, which seems to be um, the root of a lot of our problems, a lot of our shame, a lot of that people pleasing, a lot of that being a perfectionist, a lot of low self-esteem. Uh, fear of abandonment, all kinds of things that um, happened as a child and the trauma that happened in your childhood have affected you and gone into your adult life. Um, and sometimes you don't know. And that's why sometimes you'll see people or it may even be yourself where you're like, how did I get myself in this situation again? Like this looks familiar. Oh, I know why. Because the last relationship I was in, was exactly in this place after six months or two years or five years. Or this friendship was just like the other one. This person was just like that last person that backstabbed me. Or, you know, we put ourselves in that situation and it's like a revolving, not a revolving door. It's a a, a cycle that continues to repeat itself. And the only thing that changes are the people involved, except for you. You're the common factor. You know, and sometimes we attract people that are out to take advantage of you, that are narcissistic, that um, it's like they're, they can sense your weakness. They can sense the fact that you don't even believe in yourself. So you're an easy target. Now, not everyone is like that, but there are some people like that. So Trauma does so many things to us. And it's like, okay, well, what do you really consider trauma? Um, I mean, of course, we can go by the definition. It's, you know, it's a distressing, disturbing experience, right? It's something that emotionally, it it emotionally shocks you. Sorry, you know, my Mexican accent. It's an emotional shock. Um, And then it, the thing with the trauma, though, is like, um, and this is something that, Like it made me understand it better. Um, So if you break your arm, right, you go to the doctor and the doctor puts a cast on it and your bone is able to repair itself. You know, it's um, your body reacts to that pain, to that injury, and it begins to take care of that area and it begins to heal that area. Well, the thing with trauma that happens emotionally and mentally, you still have the same effects as you would a physical injury, a physical trauma. And so your body, your mind is trying to heal that part that was injured. It goes into that same mode of healing that injured part, but it's kind of hard for it to pinpoint it when it's a mental trauma when it's um, an emotional trauma so your body kind of goes in this mode of you know I gotta fix it but it can't really pinpoint it so it gets a little bit difficult and it can get a little bit distorted and then you're you develop different ways to cope with it 
And if you have not actually learned good um, coping skills with trauma, with loss, with abandonment, because all those things happen to us. If you have not developed good coping skills, effective coping skills, you're just going to try to figure things out based on what you saw your parents do. And if you had parents that were not emotionally available, that it was like, hey, get over it. Stop being a crybaby. That's really not something to cry about. That's something, you know, little. It's not a big deal. And, you know, made you feel belittled, made you feel ashamed for how you felt. You know, so then you're going to treat yourself the same way. And you're going to pretty much brush off those that trauma that really needs attention. It really needs healing. Um, so that's the thing about trauma. And that's one of the things that I feel is very important that we talk about. Because um, we do dumb it down. Um, I'm going to share with you something that happened. And it was this year. Um, I lost a very, very dear friend. You know, um very close to her somebody that I looked up to and and it was just unexpected and it was hard and it triggered a lot not just emotions but it threw me into the grieving process and I am I have struggled with grieving with the grieving process I never learned how to grieve correctly And so I had to go to counseling because I started feeling depressed, started feeling all these things and was not feeling like myself. And I knew that something was wrong with me, but I couldn't pinpoint it. I couldn't and I couldn't even cry for my friend. I I, I was sad. I wanted to cry, but I couldn't cry. And it had to do with, you know, uh, one of my childhood experiences Um, when I lost my dad. um, I didn't even cry at his funeral because. I was taught not to cry in front of people. Well, when you're a kid, you don't understand like, well, it doesn't apply to everything. It was just like, okay, when you're in the schoolyard, you fall down, you hurt yourself. Like if you just start crying in front of everybody, you know, those kids might take advantage of you, want to beat you up because it was just like that in the, you know, in the neighborhood. (laughs) But, you know, that same kind of reaction, like crying at a funeral is appropriate. You know, and and it's not a sign of weakness. And but when you're a little seven year old kid, you don't know that you don't understand that. And so that was something that really hindered uh, me. Nobody sat down and explained to me that crying was okay. You know, like, hey, you know, or even explained the fact that your dad died and it's never coming back i i like figured out i mean i knew he wasn't coming back i was seven years old i knew like death meant he is not coming back you know but there was no conversation you know my feelings i never expressed my feelings was never able to and kind of just had to just learn how to deal with it and when you're a little seven-year-old kid you really don't know how to deal with that's huge that's something huge um, that's a, a big loss. And so, um, that of course affected, you know, it, it brought in, like it, it affected the grieving process and, and it just triggered me. And so I had to, um, when I was talking to the counselor, you know, I was telling her, you know, 
what's going on with that you know they have to get to know you it's always like i had to get a new counselor so it's always the first one's always like an initial right you got to get to know or they have to get to know you and um so we're trying to figure out what it was but in the process as we were going along through the counseling sessions um you know 2018 was a mother yeah i mean that it was an mf -er for me like i experienced so many losses that year and uh and now i'll i'll share that as well but it um the counselor told me something that just hit me to the core i mean the deepest part of my soul just like got like it just touched that place and it was something that is so like simple and obvious she said to me what you experienced in 2018 was very traumatic aside from what you have already the trauma that you have already experienced as a child but 2018 it's no wonder you're traumatized and I was like I looked at her and I said, traumatized? Like, uh-uh, I'm not traumatized. I've overcome so many things. Like, look, I'm still here. I'm alive. It's, you know, 2021. 2018 didn't traumatize me. Like, you know, it felt more like uh, traumatized. Like, it didn't defeat me. Like, it didn't take me. Like, yeah, it knocked me down, but I didn't stay down. And, you know, because that's just, you know, I was still in survival mode. I was still in that, hey, things happen. Life is unfair. Get over it. And when she actually said to me, looked me in my, my eye and said, you are traumatized from those experiences. I started crying so hard. Like I was sobbing like, oh, my God. And, and it just made me stop and realize like, yo, you're right. It was traumatic. It was very traumatic. And it was like, man, I need to stop, you know, being so hard on myself and allow myself to cry and allow myself to feel that pain, that hurt, that that wound. And instead of trying to cover it up and, and trying to be a hard ass, you know, and it's not like I was trying to. Don't get me wrong. I don't go around like, yeah, nobody's going to take me down. Like, no, it's not. It's just what I was used to. I was used to running. I was used to keep going, keep going, you know. And whatever obstacles are in the way, whatever losses you experience, well, that's life. You keep going. Instead of processing each situation, every loss that I experienced, every tra traumatic event, and, and so now I've been having to go through each of those afflictions, those heartbreaks, um, that pain. And um, there are times where I felt like I can't do this, you know. But to face the trauma is uh, not only brave of you, but it's something that is beneficial for you. So if you get anything, you know, from this first episode um i hope you get to understand that trauma happens to everyone and the amazing thing about that though we cannot run okay 
let me let me get go back a little bit with trauma we cannot avoid trauma it is impossible to avoid trauma but we can heal from it we do not have to live with it it will leave a mark don't get me wrong it's going to leave a mark but instead of it being a wound that continues to be opened and continues to get infected at times instead of it being an open wound instead of just putting a little band-aid on it it's time for us to face those deep roots of of trauma you know we have to face those things if we want to heal now the other thing that i really really want to say to you and this is important and i want you to take this in it is not anyone else's responsibility for you to heal your healing is your responsibility let me say that again your healing is your responsibility does that mean you have to do it on your own absolutely not what i'm saying is you can go through life blaming your parents for the life you have now as an adult you can go through life and blaming that husband that left you um, blaming that best friend that betrayed you blaming the family members that you know let you down blaming the world for every single bad decision you have made you can go through life doing that you can continue to make rebellious decisions poor decisions because you're pissed off at your parents because you're pissed off at so-and-so to get back at them to get revenge you can continue to do that but that is not going to bring the healing when you sit down with yourself and you face that trauma or when you sit down with a professional because look i love my friends and i have very you know level-headed friends but sometimes when they're too close to you it's kind of hard for them to give you the right advice or sometimes they just don't know what to say it can be even shocking to them you know yeah they want to be there for you but sometimes you need outside person an outside person a professional to help you to teach you those coping skills and they will recognize certain things and they will know what questions to ask you to get you to that place of where you can get some healing and not only that because if you start facing the trauma especially if you start facing childhood trauma which most if you have been through some really serious things it is it's going to open up a can of worms. It's going to open up this, all these emotions, all these memories, all these things that could really be dangerous for you. So it's important to have a professional. So please, I'm not a, I'm not a counselor. I'm just sharing with you things that I have learned in my experiences and things that I have learned from being in, in volunteering in different groups and being there for other people. And right now, I'm being there for me. But I still need that support. I'm still a strong woman. I'm still an overcomer. I'm still V. 
I still don't know all the answers, but I do know that you can heal and you don't have to do it alone. I know that you can get better. You don't have to stay depressed forever. You can get to a place where you are healthy, where you are happy, and you don't have to feel lonely because you're alone. You don't have to feel like no one in this world understands you because there are plenty of people that are available to help you. And if you feel like, well, I don't have a support system, well, there are professionals out there that can get you to a place where you will become a healthy person mentally, emotionally, even physically, and then you can be healthy enough, healed enough to have that support system because what good is it for you to be surrounded by a bunch of so-called friends that don't really care about you they're only there when you benefit them but when times get tough they're nowhere to be found that's not a support system but if you have just one person two people you don't need to have 20 friends you don't need to have 50 best friends But if you have at least one one to two people, and even if you feel like, well, I don't even have one person, B, hey, it's okay. Then you get yourself to that place. That way you can develop those friendships, those relationships. So we're going to be talking about, you know, different things um, like that. We're also going to be talking about relationships and when I say relationships it's not just like someone you're dating courting whatever you want to call it but I'm even talking about relationships as in friendships family relationships um, co-worker relationships all the different types of areas that we can you know there anything that involves having a friendship relationship some kind of connection with other people those are all relationships. Some are a little more personal than others. Some are just acquaintances. Some are people you work with and see every day. Some are people you go to church and see every Sunday. And, you know, if you volunteer, you know, you see them more often. You know, things of that sort. So I do want to touch on a lot of those things. I will be sharing a lot of how I have dealt with and some of the things that I have experienced I am an open book I don't have anything to hide and I am pretty transparent sometimes I feel like I share too much but you know what if I help even just one person then this was worth it because this is my story and that's the other thing you know I decided to name this the voice of V because I lost my voice for a long time and some of the people okay everyone that knows me on a personal level will find that hard to believe that I lost my voice because I have always been the leader. I have always been strong. I have always overcome. But inside, inside, V was crying out and could not express it. I lost my voice. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to try this podcast thing and I'm going to name it Voice of V because it's time. It's time for people to hear my story. I may not have the worst story in the world, but I tell you what, if my story can help one person get to a better place, then it's all worth it. If you're that one person, you are worth it to me. 
So I want to um, go ahead and start closing this up. And um, I want to encourage you to think about some of the things that have affected the way you look at yourself. And I want you to, if you can, you know, if you're comfortable enough, write down at least, you know, two things that you believe about yourself that are not true. And it's like, well, how am I going to know they're not true? Well, if you believe of yourself that you are worthless, that is not true. You are a person. You are a human. You were created. You were not a mistake. So there's no way that you are worthless. If um, you feel like you're not good enough, look at why. Why do you feel like you're not good enough? If it's if you start saying, well, I'm not good enough because, you know, my parents left me, my spouse left me, um, you know, my kids left me or, you know, so and so cheated on me. You know, those are things that happened to you. It was other people's decisions, not because you weren't good enough, you know. Um, But I want you to think about that. Think about how do you see yourself? Who am I like? My my question is like, you know, who is V? Who are you? Think about that. I want you to think about that this week, you know, and I want you to share that with me. Um, I am on Instagram and it is voice of V. Very simple. Um, follow me on there and um, comment on there. Let me know what you think about the podcast. Let me know some of the things you want to talk about. Um, and we'll see how I work those things into my episodes. Like I said, I want to talk about relationships on all levels. Um, I also want to touch on dating and stuff. You know, I don't want it to always be serious, but I do want it to be informative. I do want it to be transparent. I don't want it to feel like it's, um, like I don't want to just follow an outline. I want to hear from you. I want to get to know you. I want to get to know what kind of things you want me to touch bases on. And then we'll take it from there. And, um, and I'm ready to share, I'm ready to share my knowledge, my experiences, and also hear from you because I know uh, a lot of you have been through some things as well, and have so much to share with this world. And I know that there are there are others of you that are stuck in that that place of pain and have not been able to get out but let me tell you something there's there's a lot of us that have been hurt and have been in that place and that the ashes have been turned into beauty there's plenty of us so we want you to be one of us we want you to join the healed group we're not completely healed I'm not completely healed. I'm still on my journey. But I tell you what. It's been a painful journey. But when I look back. It's been a beautiful one. Because of where it's taking me. And I'm not done yet. So I'm looking forward to that. So you may be ahead of the game. You may be a few steps behind me. You may be at the beginning of the process. But hey. As long as you get into that healing process. That's what counts. So I encourage you, keep your head up, keep going, don't give up, hit me up. If you need some encouragement, hit me up, I'm here. 
like I said, I'm not a professional, but hey, I am good at encouraging people because I am a words of affirmation type of girl. That's my love language. Like you give me words of affirmation. Um, that's going to fill up my love tank. And that's what I speak as well. Um, I I believe in people. I don't give up on people. I don't throw humans away. Uh, most of the time, if you leave my life, it's your choice. Or you did some really, like, if, like, <laughs> you did some really bad, like, something foul. Like, then, yeah, you're cut off. If you are toxic, you're cut off. Um, but I'm talking about, like, the rest of us, you know, um, decent human beings, um, you know, if if you're one of my people, you're one of my people and I'm going to be there for you, you know, at the capacity that I'm able to be because I'm not God. I'm a human and I have my limitations. But I tell you what, if I say I love you, if I say you're my people, you can count on that. You can count on the loyalty. You can count on me being there for you. And um, so y'all keep keep your heads up. I want to do shout outs. I got to do some shout outs. Shout outs, you know, to Cup of Joe with Dre. Um, those are my homies. They've been encouraging me to do the podcast. Um, and I've been putting it off for a couple years or so, according to them. No, yeah, that's true. It's been it's been a minute. But shout out to them. Shout out to Dre and Joe. Um, they're out there doing their episodes and their podcast, running it and sharing. Um, check them out. Um, you can follow them. They're they're on on stream all streaming platforms, and um, you can even you know click on their profile or you know like them on Instagram. It's Cup of Joe with Dre. Plain and simple. They're on Facebook as well. Um, if you don't have any emotional or men that are comfortable with sharing their emotions. Those are the guys right there. Um, also, shout out to my girl, Candice, and uh, my girl, Audrey. Man, these two right here, I swear, we talk like almost every day. I love them. They're my girls. They're crazy. Um, it's the scrubs for me, Candice. She's the owner of that. So if y'all need some scrubs, y'all need some masks, you know, she's a nurse. She's keeping us safe. You know, um, hit me up. I'll send you that link. And I um, just want to shout out to my kids. Thank you for loving me despite all my mistakes in the past. I love you guys. I, I don't think I could do life without you guys. And, you know, yep, my grandbabies too. I love y'all, my sweethearts. And so shout out to me, you know, all my people, mi gente, te amo. And I will see y'all next week. Don't forget, follow me. Instagram voice of V. I got a page on Facebook. I'll start getting a little more active on that. And any questions you have, hit me up. Any suggestions, you know, I will see them. I'll read them. And, you know, if it's if it's good, something I feel it will benefit listeners. I'm all for it. All right. Peace. Have a good day.